Welcome to the Aspiring Hypnobirthing Instructor podcast. I'm your host, Liz Stanford, hypnobirthing instructor, hypnobirthing trainer, hypnotherapist, mindset coach, author, and owner of the Calm Birth School. In this podcast, we get to explore all the reasons why you should train to teach hypnobirthing. You'll understand more about what the training actually involves, what it's like to teach hypnobirthing, and also what it's like to run a business in the birth world. I can't wait to take you on this journey and give you all the information you need. Take you through what it takes to be a great teacher with engaged clients. This is something that I know that a lot of people who are interested in training to teach hypnobirthing might struggle with. They might worry if they have no teaching experience how they're going to be able to stand up and deliver content for two and a half hours per week over four weeks or even you know if they're if they're delivering it over a weekend that could be six hours in one day so it can feel quite daunting to think am I going to be any good at that who's going to listen to me and yeah just what if I invest this money and I'm actually rubbish at it (laughs) that is something that I hear from people quite often so I thought in today's episode We would explore some of the things that you can do that will make you a really great teacher with clients that are listening and absorbing and implementing what it is that you're asking them to implement. So at the Calm Birth School, we believe and I firmly believe that we all learn much more easily through connecting and building relationships. So the more comfortable we feel with the people that we're working with, the people that we're teaching, and the more comfortable that they feel with you, then the easier it is to express yourself. And that's both from teacher to effectively student as well. So we also understand that we can learn from each other and essentially we are all teaching, supporting and guiding one another. That's true for the training in terms of when I am training people to teach hypnobirthing, Uh, but it's also true as a hypnobirthing teacher teaching pregnant couples, pregnant clients. Um, You won't believe how much you learn from each person that you work with, that you teach hypnobirthing to. It just helps you to become a better and better teacher the more experience that you get. So you're not the final result ever. Like you're always learning and growing and developing. And the more sort of unusual clients that you're presented with... um, whether the unusual means that you know they're different to you or they have a particular special circumstance in their pregnancy means that you get the opportunity to really grow and develop and and learn from them as well like it's it's really wonderful to be able to experience that so my guiding principle when I'm teaching so when I'm training people and also what I pass on to my instructors for them when they are teaching clients is that 
To be a great teacher with engaged clients, you need to have an active approach to teaching, a collaborative approach and also an inclusive one. There is an old Indian proverb, which actually, um, I think it's incorrectly thought to be the words of Benjamin Franklin, but as far as I can make out, it's an old Indian proverb. And I always have this in mind when I'm teaching hypnobirthing to my hypnobirthing clients and also when I'm training people to become instructors. And that is, tell me and I forget, show me and I remember, involve me and I understand. And that for me really says it all because when we are hypnobirthing instructors, we are part teachers part facilitators as well so it's it's really quite a dynamic role so we're never just always in that role of talking and lecturing and providing information um in you know one format we are encouraging people to get involved uh, using different techniques to help them to to understand our approach and, and what we're teaching them and keeping in mind that the people in the room or the people that we're working with may be auditory learners, visual learners, kinesthetic learners. Those people might have some neurodiversity which means that they learn differently to you so you need to also be inclusive and aware of that as well and part of that comes as you learn and you grow and as you develop more um, and part of it can often be quite natural for people who um, are interested in this kind of work and, and love communicating and connecting with people. So when I say active let's just imagine that you're you're a trained hypnobirthing instructor now and you are working with a group. So meaning that that group should be active and not passive the whole time. So not just sitting there absorbing the information that you're providing to them. At times they will be, at times there will be opportunity for them to just sit and listen, make notes or, um, you know, be passive. But that shouldn't be the whole sort of two and a half hour or if we're talking about a full course, you know, 10 hour experience. So the group could move around and get up on their feet at different times. For example, you might create an activity which could mean that they are, you know, getting into um, different positions in the room and collaborating with other people. Um, it could be as simple as asking people to stand up and maybe practice the breathing technique that you've just shown them in a different position rather than sitting down. So you could you could recommend or suggest that they get into a birthing position with their partners and practice the breathing technique that you've just taught them for a minute. And a minute is the sort of average length of um, a surge. So you could do something like that or even just getting the, the group to ask questions um, and to create discussion is also really active as well. So making it a safe place for them to, you know, to interject and to um, be part of the experience is, is also considered active and that encourages your students, the people that you're teaching, to come to their own conclusions as well. 
So collaborative means perhaps, like I've just already mentioned, that the, the group of people that you're working with maybe work together at times. So it could mean splitting your hypnobirthing group into two smaller groups. Uh, or it could mean if you're teaching privately that you are asking the birth companion and the pregnant woman or pregnant person to work on something together, to discuss something. So it might be that you've given them a, a scenario they might be presented with and, you know, given them some time to discuss, well, how would we deal with that? What questions would we ask? How would we approach it? What techniques might we need to employ to navigate this potential scenario? In terms of a larger group, it might be that you're teaching about um, where your where your clients might want to give birth. And so perhaps you might be asking them to come together to consider the pros and cons of different environments. And you could split them into groups and they and one group could look at two environments and the other group could look at another two environments that could potentially be um, where they might give birth. And they're kind of feeding off each other. They're learning from each other. And they're also drawing upon what you have been teaching them already. So it becomes a, a dynamic class where they are sitting and listening for sometimes, asking questions. Then they're also doing activities and, and getting involved. And then it's important to be inclusive as well. So it's important that everyone who you're teaching hypnobirthing to feels involved and, and in a non-threatening way to them. So it might be that you have somebody in your group who's shy, for instance, and you know they're just not vocal in the group. Like the, the worst thing you could probably do is like to keep picking on them and asking them to answer questions, but you can always check in with them uh, outside of the lesson or give them something to do collaboratively that isn't necessary doesn't necessarily involve them kind of speaking up and speaking out in front of um in front of a group and always checking in with them to like what you know to understand sort of what feels good and in terms of inclusive teaching it's really important to consider the different types of people that you will come across as a hypnobirthing instructor and that's one of the amazing things about being a hypnobirthing instructor is that you will meet people who aren't like you and that's so good like people from different um, cultures different religious backgrounds different races people who have just had totally different upbringings to you people who live in different countries or you could be working on zoom and so their ex lived experiences are different to yours. And that always provides opportunities for you to be able to learn. But also, it's important to be prepared to be able to safely work with those people. And so that's why at the Calm Birth School, we organise trainings. Once you've completed your hypnobirthing training, we organise annual training sessions um, that will help you to work with all kinds of different people with different life experiences. So, for example, um, in the past, we have run LGBTQ competency training with the Queer Birth Club. Um, we have run, we, we do annually run uh, First Steps to Anti-Racism training with Lorna Phillips. And we are also in the process of organising a training with neurodivergent birth so that 
my instructors can feel equipped to be able to support people who have neuro people who identify as neurodivergent and of course those opportunities are optional um there is an additional cost because we are um uh, collaborating with outside in instructors and outside companies who have the expertise to deliver those kind of trainings but it is optional but advised that at some point you take those additional trainings so that you can further your knowledge your teaching skills and your experience and at the end of those trainings you also get you get a certificate but you also get uh, what we call a button or like a logo from those different businesses that you can put on your website or you can put on your social media platforms um, we add them to your listing on the directory as well. So anybody on our Canberra School di Instructor Directory, so anybody looking for an instructor, um, they can see the additional trainings that they've done, which are indicated by those badges. And there's a little explanation about that as well, uh, which can be really helpful for um, clients looking for a certain type of teacher. So... Other things to consider when we're thinking about being a great teacher with engaged clients is the expertise. So the understanding of hypnobirthing, which you will get from, from doing the Calm Birth School hypnobirthing training, level three diploma training course. Um, I, I can understand right now thinking, how am I ever going to be able to teach hypnobirthing? I don't know anything, but that's what, that's what we're for. That's what the training course is for. And it, the way that we've designed the training is so that you are, it's in, it's very flexible. It's in short kind of bite-sized chunks, which is great for busy people or parents so that you're not kind of having to sit there and absorb like hour long videos. It's, it's broken down. There's a mix of audio, a mix of video with slideshows, um, or PowerPoint presentation. There is, um, workbooks and then there is, you know, written versions of what, what you would get in the audio or in the, the video as well. So there's, there's a lot of different ways to access the information that, that I am teaching. And um, there's lots of ways to embed that learning with like quizzes, with written assessments and with live videos as well, where we're asking you to actually articulate what it is that you are learning. So by the time you come to actually teach somebody, you have got a really clear idea of the, the concepts within hypnobirthing um, and you can, uh, you'll be able to answer questions in a way that really will demonstrate your knowledge and your expertise. And we, we give you a real depth of knowledge, but your clients don't need to know absolutely everything that you're learning that's going in your brain. We're giving you the depth of knowledge so that you are able to understand what you're teaching and answer questions that might come up for you as well. So a good teacher or a great teacher should be enthusiastic and really passionate as well. And if you are, you know, wanting to teach hypnobirthing, I know that you're going to be a birth passionate person. And so convey, conveying that enthusiasm to the people that you're teaching is really important. And when you're excited about what you're teaching, that's infectious. So your clients will be more engaged and motivated and inspired by you as well.
So it's important, like I was saying, in terms of um, inclusivity, that's also really comes down to being able to adapt. So a good teacher should be able to adapt their teaching style to meet the needs of, of the people in their room that they're the people that they're teaching so understanding if there are any specific learning needs um, and being able to adjust your approach which does come with you know experience and practice so we're not expecting you to start out and be the best teacher ever for everybody Um, you know you have a case study which is your first client and that case study really allows you to go through the content and because they know that they're your case study and understand like where could I maybe make this more interactive or collaborative or you know have I conveyed that in a way that really helped them to understand so you can really reflect upon your case study and your case study provides some reflections as well which is always really helpful it's really useful as a hypnobirthing instructor to be empathetic and to be able to connect with the people that you're teaching. It's so important to build that know, like, trust factor and to build rapport with your clients as well because that really creates a positive learning space and it really creates um, motivation for your clients. So often, if your hypnobirthing clients aren't participating in their practice which which is what we essentially call you know when they're practicing the breathing techniques we've taught them or the relaxation techniques or they're listening to their affirmations or their mp3s if they're not doing those things or they're not doing any tasks that you set them then it could be that you're out of rapport with them um so we do we do talk about neuro-linguistic programming of which rapport is one element Um, within the training so that helps you to get an understanding of how important that is and if you are out of rapport with somebody like it doesn't it doesn't mean you've done anything wrong or they're a bad person or, or anything like that it's just becoming aware of it and thinking oh how can I how can I connect with this person how can I help them Uh, get the experience that they want to how can I help them learn if you know if they are having any issues or or difficulties it's important for a hypnobirthing instructor to be a good communicator as well this is definitely one of the top characteristics that we have because like I've said before you're going to meet so many different types of people which is one of the most amazing things being able to communicate clearly and effectively is is important and does make a good teacher um, that enables you to be able to explain things properly and clearly and um, offer any guidance as well. So a good teacher should also, like I've said before, be have some interactive teaching methods, um, discussions, group activities, hands-on learning experiences even, but also providing self-led learning for clients as well. So With hypnobirthing, we're working to empower our clients to make the right choices and decisions for them. You know, we're not making choices and decisions for them. We're not picking and choosing what information they consume or we're not telling them this is good, this is bad, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. We're presenting them with information and helping them to find the the information and resources that they need to make the decisions for themselves so often we're signposting people to do their own research for things that might specifically pertain to them Um, and so encouraging them to do that self-led learning is important as well 
And when your clients are engaged, then, you know, it keeps them interested, keeps them coming back to the sessions, which I'm sure they would anyway, because they paid for them. But it also keeps them motivated. And if they are really invested in what you're teaching them and coming to your lessons, your sessions, then they're more likely to practice and more likely to really have that positive experience uh, from coming to your course. And hopefully that translates into a positive birthing experience as well. And one thing about hypnobirthing, because it is such a new, for many people, it's such a new concept or some of the elements of it might feel very new or or alien to them. It's really important that as teachers, we normalise it and we don't overcomplicate it and we make it really easy, accessible, relatable, practical so that our clients just find it easy to get on board with. Um, It is essentially, hypnobirthing is based in science and um, it is incredibly practical. It's just that from the outside, it sounds a bit woo-woo. I'm not saying there's no woo-woo. I mean, we all love a little bit of woo. Well, I do anyway, but it it doesn't have to be this sort of airy-fairy approach to birth that many people think that it is. So I hope that that was helpful and gave you some good information to go on. As you are training with the Calm Birth School, if you decide to do so, we help you to become that kind of teacher by providing you with opportunities to actually prepare to teach. So the live videos that we ask you to do throughout the training, which we watch and feedback to you on, um, we that is helping you prepare yourself to articulate the information that you're learning to your clients. We ask you to prepare and deliver presentations at our live um, sessions, which can either be face-to-face in the UK or online over Zoom, particularly if you're overseas. You also get an instructor's manual, which has got all the lesson plans in it, which has got activity ideas and equipment ideas. Um, And we really encourage free will as well. We encourage you to be unique, to be you. We're not prescriptive in terms of how you teach or how you communicate with people because We want you to bring your own beautiful, unique self to your teaching because that is what's going to help you to stand out from everybody else. And so all that's left for me to say is thanks for listening to the episode this week. I will be back next week with another little tidbit for you to um, absorb to help you understand more about training to teach hypnobirthing and understanding more about what it is like. So if you have any comments or thoughts about my podcast, then feel free to head over to Instagram. I'm at the Calm Birth School. Send me a DM and I'd love to connect with you. Or if you would like to learn more about my training course, I will put a link in the show notes so that you can check it out. And from that page, you will be able to apply for the course or book a call with me. So it would be great to be able to speak to you soon. Have a great week.
Today's topic for discussion in the podcast is what makes the Calm Birth School different? Something I'm hearing more and more of when I'm having regular conversations with people who are interested in training to teach hypnobirthing or they might be DMing me on Instagram or um, attending my masterclass or getting in contact in, in some way is that there are lots of options out there when it comes to choosing your hypnobirthing training and it's incredibly difficult to decide which one is right for you and to decipher the difference between all of the options that are available out there. Up until a few years ago, there were only two really, two options for training uh, to teach hypnobirthing. That was certainly the case when I did my training back in, um, 11 years ago. And since then, slowly, over a 10-year period, a few more brands began to emerge, which was actually a really good thing because the two options that were available weren't suitable for everybody. It didn't match everybody's values and beliefs and um, wasn't, you know, always what, what someone might be looking for when it comes to hypnobirthing. So it's really great that more brands started to emerge and the Calm Birth School was one of those brands. We originally started out as an online hypnobirthing program which could, could be purchased as birth preparation and that was created and developed by the Calm Birth School's founder Susie Ashworth and then um, I became involved with the Calm Birth School and wrote the training program and started training people so that was how the Calm Birth School got into the sort of training side of hypnobirthing but then more recently, over the last perhaps three years or so, I would say, there's been, I don't know, I don't know if explosion is the right word, but there's definitely been um, a number of other hypnobirthing brands emerging and offering training. So, of course, this means that hypnobirthing becomes more accessible for more people. Um, it also means it becomes more confusing when people are trying to decide what option they need to take or they want to take. So I created a checklist which comes with an audio as well, which has got some questions that you can use when you're talking to different hypnobirthing brands, when you're trying to decide which one is right for you. So I do believe that I attract a certain type of person to um, to train with the Calm Birth School. And obviously, I, I only want people who are aligned with my values and beliefs and, you know, want and need the kind of support that, that I have on offer. Um, and so it is important that you do look around and you do find the right brand for you. So my checklist and audio... Uh, might be really helpful if you're still in that phase of trying to negotiate and navigate the hypnobirthing training world. So I'll pop a link in the show notes and you can download that and take a look at it and see if it helps you to navigate the training and helps you to kind of make a decision about which option is best for you.
But I thought it might be useful in this episode, right? I don't go into this in the checklist or the audio, but I thought it might be useful for me to tell you why or how the Calm Birth School is different to other brands that are are out there. And this is not to say that hip that the Calm Birth School is the best brand out there or the only brand that you should consider training with, etc. Um, it's just so you've got an idea of maybe our point of difference and also yeah, whether that kind of aligns with you or inspires you to to choose us to train with. So one thing that I am super passionate about is the way that we deliver the training. So when I first did my training uh, years ago, it was probably not suited to how I learn and it probably wasn't suited to my personality. So I would kind of class myself as a I don't know, an introverted extrovert, I guess. Um, I'm very comfortable leading groups and um, talking to people, making friends, aware of the challenges that are being faced by maternity services um, and to look within the Calm Birth School and see how can we support our clients who may be facing these different kinds of challenges. Um, and I, I do think that that makes the Calm Birth School different. 